0: Emma and I'm Maddie and this is the content creatives podcast our mission is to inspire creatives to discover grow and own their brand today we're going to be sharing a recap of our visit to the lavender fields in Squim Washington if you're thinking of visiting a lavender field this season this episode's for you but before we get started let's do our question of the day and the question of the day is what was your favorite part about visiting the lavender fields Yes. Do you want to go first? I don't know. There's just so many beautiful parts about it. Yeah. I think my favorite part, honestly, was the ice cream at Purple Haze Organic Farm. I was going to say that's definitely up there for me. Especially since like after we finished shooting all our content... Well, one, I was, we can, well, I guess we're kind of jumping into it. One, they, they were really nice. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like, we love your dresses. They were all so sweet. Literally so many people. Nice. Stopped us because we were both wearing, I was wearing one of Maddie's sulky dresses, um, which was like the perfect dress for the lavender fields. And so people were really nice. And then we stopped to get ice cream afterwards. And they had all these like lavender flavored ice creams. And Maddie and I just like sat in the, the, sat in the shade and ate our ice creams and just like we're hanging out. It was it was like a fairy tale kind of because you were just like sitting
1: eating ice cream looking out at these beautiful fields in like freaking princess dresses. It was so fun. It was awesome. Uh, That like honestly is like one of my highlights too. I think like that and then uh, I'm trying to think if I don't know I just think The fields were just so stunning. Like it was so like I've never seen the like I think it's called like the royal lavender or something like the really true purple lavender like fields like that before. Like the lavender fields we visited before have been kind of that duller purple. So seeing like that rich royal purple in person was just like I've seen like a bush or two with it, but not like fields Mm, like that. So that was stunning. That might be one of
0: my favorite parts. I mean, yeah, I think like I I forget that. There's tons, lots of different types of lavender. Literally so many kinds. So many different shades of purple, even like almost white. And so I think going to Squim and like seeing all that was... Was really cool.
1: It was so fun. So, as you guys can kind of gauge from our oh. conversation a few weeks ago, we went to Squim, Washington, which is about like two and a half to three hours outside of Seattle and the Olympic Peninsula. We took a ferry over there, but then on the way back, we actually drove around. So, it's kind of funky. You can kind of go either way. I will say, like, the ferry was so- I just love taking the I ferry. Know.
0: I do love the ferry rides. I think one thing to be mindful of if you are in the greater Seattle area just, you know, on in Western Washington and you want to take the ferry, just be mindful of ferry traffic. Oh yeah. I mean like for us, like we waited an hour to get on the ferry. Um, and, but I thought that was actually fine because I've waited longer and sometimes it's just faster to drive all the way around. My recommendation is just to Like, look at it on maps, you know, where you're coming from. Like, see the fastest route and factor in ferry time because just because it says, oh, you're going to be there 30 minutes faster on the ferry, if there's ferry traffic, like, just waiting to get on the ferry it might actually be faster to drive all the way around
1: yeah and that's what we found to be the case on the way back because we actually went during like what what holiday weekend was it it was
0: fourth of july oh. we went fourth of <laughs> july
1: weekend so it was a little nuts. so i think we definitely had to go around i don't think there's any way we could have made the ferry like that would have been way too long but yeah there's a few different ways to go and we visited the lavender fields we visited a castle airbnb a super cute diner so we thought that it was going to be really fun to just recap our weekend trip there so let us know if you guys like this kind of like mini so because we do these trips all the time like and especially now that things are starting to open up we're gonna be doing these a lot yeah so just let us know if you guys like hearing little trip recaps because i feel like it's kind of fun yes and honestly like maddie and i recap the
0: trip anyways yeah
1: we just talk about it so <laughs> if, if we can just record it and get it done just let us know if you guys like listening into those little conversations because it's always fun to just kind of chat through what we did um and I just kind of want to start too with the Airbnb that we stayed at because this is oh my god, oh, like one of the most beautiful Airbnbs I think I've ever stayed at it's just so like like, unique and, like, it's just beautiful, but then they also, it's themed, so there's stuff on the inside. Um, so, it was a castle Airbnb called the Lavender, the Squim Lavender Castle in Squim, and one way that we recommend kind of creating content on your trip is to choose a beautiful Instagram-worthy hotel or Airbnb because when we got in, we were tired because we had been traveling, but it was so easy to just snap the shots because we were literally just in our Airbnb. We weren't having to travel anywhere. We weren't having to do anything crazy. So in our opinion, it's like kind of worth splurging a little bit because you get so much more content. You're cutting travel time out of the equation because you're already there and it's really easy to kind of take it, especially if you get in later one day to just take it easy and take all the pictures. And there's a ton of different ways that you can find unique and fun Airbnbs. You can Google it. You can do all that kind of stuff. I actually sat down one day and found this beautiful Airbnb because I literally just looked up Washington State and I looked at a date super far in advance so that I knew that things weren't going to be super booked out. And I literally just went through and favorited a bunch of Washington That's Airbnbs so that I want to stay at. And I like I I literally just scrolled through it like while watching TV one day. And I have so many more favorited that I want to visit. But I mean, it, it takes some time, but it was a really fun way to find unique places to stay
0: in washington and i was gonna say i think like when people are like how do you find unique airbnbs how do you do that and it's like honestly you guys you just have to start playing around with search terms if you want to stay yeah. in the a-frame cabin literally put washington state a-frame cabins or if there's like a mountain range you want to stay at cascade mountains airbnb or if there's a town you want to stay at right like Seattle, I mean, obviously like Port Angeles, you know, unique Airbnbs, because typically if people want their Airbnbs or their um, verbos or VRBO, some people say it like yeah. <laughs> all quite nice. I always I've always said verbal. If you know some people like want to stay at those unique locations, there are people who want people to come to their unique locations. And so even just like altering your search terms to say unique Airbnb or unique vacation home, that's like one way you can start to find and filter those places out.
1: Yeah. Just literally like Google searching, constantly saving things like folders on Instagram. I have so many different things saved for different places I want to go. So just anytime you see something, make sure you save it. It was a little expensive. It was 800 a night with taxes and fees, which obviously Emma and I were able to split. So that helps a little bit with the cost. But yeah, I mean, like for the amount of content we were able to get, I mean, it's, it's a business expense, you guys. So like, it's really like in our minds, it was worth it because we got so much content that we can use throughout the month and it made it just so much easier for us. So highly recommend finding a spot that you guys really love
0: and can take pictures at. All right. And so one of our lavender fields that we got to visit in Squim was the Purple Organic Lavender Farm. Um, this was only three minutes from our airbnb which we figured out after the (laughs) after the fact we did not plan this but um i will say like on other content trips like especially with car i think we're actually really organized when we come do content trips i typically will map out and like route all the places we want to shoot at. we didn't do this with squim just because it came up so last minute uh, it's last minute and also skim's like pretty small it's tiny it's not like It's not like you're going to a major city, you know, like L.A. And so um, only three minutes from our Airbnb. This lavender field is beautiful. It's actually a wedding venue. There's also an Airbnb on site. Honestly, it probably books out way in advance. Oh, I'm sure. And so we didn't even see that as an option. And they also have a you pick lavender area where you can pay and pick your own lavender. And then also there's an ice cream shop. It was beautiful. I really... I'm so glad, like, this was, like, our last lavender field of that trip, and I'm so glad we went.
1: We were, like, sweating, because it was, like, <laughs> it was especially the silky dresses do not, like, Breathe well, <laughs> breathe well at all. So yeah, we were sweating, but that one was absolutely beautiful. The other one that we visited was B and B Farms, which was about fifteen to twenty minutes from our Airbnb, and it was so cute. They had multiple fields. It was like this family-owned spot that they actually the one of the. I'm assuming he was one of the owners, or at least I know he worked there. He was just kind of standing and like giving little tours and like giving,
0: kinda, I think he was a part, yeah. like either like the dad or an uncle or something like that but i loved how they were like do you want to join us for an informal tour and i was like wait what and I was like, ah, <laughs> it was just so cute because he literally just described
1: like what all the different like kinds of lavender were and gave little tours of the field so i thought that was so cool they had a gift shop too and they had beautiful views like beautiful views like with this like barn kind of in the distance it was so pretty
0: Um, One thing I just wanted to quickly mention here, you guys, is that to visit these farms, there's no entrance fee. But one way we recommend continuing to support these small businesses, typically family owned farms, is to just support them by like buying things at the gift shop. Yeah. You know, go in there, buy their ice cream, buy the hand sanitizer, right? There's no entrance fee, right? And typically you know, the families and the farms are so welcoming and allow you to take photos everywhere, like what we did. And so that's just like one way we always want to advocate to support you know, the local places that we visit.
1: And they were all so kind. Yeah, I think it's so important to like do stuff like that. And like we bought something at every place we went. Like anytime we do that with like food and anything too, we always buy something. Because I think it's important, especially if they're being so kind and accommodating to make sure that you're supporting them as well and make sure you tag them. I will say that was one like fun thing too. Both of these spots when we asked if we could take pictures, we're like, yes, tag Tag us, like use our
0: hashtags. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) Um, And then the last place we wanted to share with you guys is that we ate at highway 101 diner this is located in kind of that downtown squim area it's a 50s style diner and this is where we started our day with brunch um and another way to like get a ton of content out of your trip if especially if you're planning a content specific trip like this is to choose a cute restaurant like this you know restaurants like typically when i think of a cute restaurant right like i think of like trendy spots in la or new york and san francisco but honestly honestly you guys like 50s style diner like it's so so cute cute. i love
1: 50 styles diners me
0: too and it's like some of like the vintage types of restaurants like are beautiful and gorgeous in their own way and so i would encourage you guys to like look at kind of this historic restaurants especially if you are traveling within your state or traveling to a smaller town. um, It's just like a unique way to experience, obviously, like the local area and then get to take photos at a unique place. And so same here, right? We ate brunch, had coffee, and then asked to take a few photos and they were totally cool with that. um, And we got some cute photos out of it. Yes. Very cute. I know. I love that. And I was, now I'm craving my omelet, but it was really good. It was so good. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's mini-sode. Again, let us know if you enjoy these content trip recaps. Well, we're more than happy to share them with you guys because again, Maddie and I chat about it anyways, and we'd love to loop you in and share with you guys some of the stuff that we've gotten to experience if we haven't connected yet on instagram you can find us at emma's edition at mad crate and at the content creatives podcast join our facebook group and sign up for a weekly email newsletter on our website and we'll see you guys next time bye